Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. Governor DeSantis or Ralph Northam? DeSantis is a rock star, and we'll explain in just a second. The CDC is now making law. Did you vote for them? Did you vote for the CDC? Or did you even know who they were a year ago? (laughs) And am I wrong for what I did on an airplane this week? That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio. As the founding fathers intended, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I am Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. Sounds so good. uh, It's so good to be back. I've been gone a long time. So, uh, anyway, got a lot of emails and a lot of uh, calls and and notes and things concerning me and my health. And I I can't thank you enough for the prayers and the thoughts that uh, I've received. That was good. I'm much better now. Well, you also look. I feel better now. I mean, I don't guess I'll ever be out of the woods fully, but it, I'm out of the woods fairly well. We were sitting here in the studio outside the Capitol. You look great. I'm excited you're back. I know that a lot of people are. We've already got lots of emails at patriots at com and comments on our live Facebook and YouTube channel. Richard, um, glad you are here. Uh, before we dive into you, though, coming up, um, we're going to talk about the good and the bad of the Olympics, which I watched exactly less than one second of. Uh, but we'll share, we'll share that with you. I and, saw more than you, maybe three seconds. <laughs> that was completely. But we actually have some incredible clips. We also have um, uh, some comments uh, from some senators saying they should not have to read a bill they vote for. That would be fun. And we'll talk about Virginia's <laughs> new rest stops with the, the gun signs there so that would be uh all that you want to stay uh tuned for as we come through the program so we are up and running you can find us at mojo50.com mojo50.com sitting across from me is my beloved friend and brother who i love dearly who is by the way a beautiful human being i just want to say that thank you thank you very much (laughs) you look you look uh actually I, i must say when you walked in the studio you you look about a hundred percent better than i thought you would Thank you. And then you spoke, and then I realized you're the exact same person you were when you left. No, I'm kidding. But you, <laughs> <laughs> you look you look great. I know there's a lot of people who are probably saying, what, what in the world would keep you away for six weeks from the show? What, I mean, maybe you want to get into a little bit and just explain what was going on, and then one minute you thought you were fine, the next minute you're in the hospital for five days, and then you're back, and then you're fourth. And w- what was going on there? Oh, a, lo- a lot of things. I mean, uh, the most... R- Recent one, I guess, would be the uh, <laughs> ammonia episode in my life. You know, typically ammonia problems uh, come from drinking or... I should be wrecked then. Or drinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How did I get it when I don't drink anything? Nothing. Not a, not you know, a sip. And, uh, well, hang on. Ammonia is ammonia gets in your system. Everybody has it, though. Every everybody has it to a degree. It should be between zero and ten on that whatever scale. However, they measure it. Um, mine came in one time in the way up in the upper twos, two hundreds. I mean, um, two hundred. Yes. So this, the best of my knowledge, because I was obviously involved with this to some level, but 
it it, it produces stroke like symptoms when it's that. It does. Right? I mean, I uh, I crashed one night. I mean, I just went down. They called an ambulance, and I couldn't communicate clearly with the with the uh, ambulance personnel other than to tell them keep me away from St. Mary's Hospital. <laughs> I mean, we That's had a major fight. Really? All the way to St. Mary's. And finally, the guy says, St. Mary's has a, a stroke unit. And they had called it into St. Mary's that I had had a stroke. Because so, all mean, the symptoms pointed that way. I remember yeah, coming it, here on the, on the radio and discussing that you had a stroke. And it wasn't. It was an ammonia attack. So somebody, yeah. is, is there a way to tell? I mean, I know you're not a doctor in this, but you've certainly experienced it. If someone's listening and goes, wait a minute, am I having a stroke or an ammonia attack? Is there a yeah. way to tell, or are they just too similar? Ammonia attacks are very, very rare. Um, and the reason you have this, if I may interrupt you 500 times here, since you missed that so much. Of course you will. <laughs> That's the, normal. The, the reason, That's the way it is. The reason you have uh, an attack of ammonia is because you are missing the filters in your body that filter that. See, I had... Uh, pancreatic cancer i had first had prostate cancer then i had pancreatic cancer and they watched it for a while and as soon as it started to grow they said we've got to do something and they went in and they took out my pancreas took out my spleen uh, i think it's called a duodenum or something like that it's a weird name organ and then they took out part of my intestines and part of my stomach to get it all once they got in there, they said, ooh, we need to slice and dice. So they did, and they took, when they took the spleen out, the spleen is a filter. Right. And the liver is a filter. Correct. And you, everybody has, like, two filters. And now I only have one, and the amount of medication they put me on was, like, stopping up the filter. There you have the ammonia problem. Yeah, did I explain that pretty good, Mark? Yeah, that's where my body would not filter whatever it is that causes ammonia so i started building up ammonia i didn't know it's a poison it is a poison it's poison in your body it'll take you away from here right it'll kill you anyway um i spent four or five days in saint mary's and they didn't know their butt from a hole in the ground so They've got to know the butt from the whole around. That's a hospital. That's probably another analogy you could use because they have to know what a butt is. (laughs) Well, here, let me put that out there. I'm not a fan. I understand. Never have been. Quite quite clear. More problems there than any other hospital in the world. And I I was out for three or four days and then I crashed again and I was taken. I told them, you take me to Enrico Doctors. And they did. They took me to Enrico, Enrico Doctors on Parham. Yeah. You know, I know most of those people at this point because uh, I've been there so often. Is this Richard Lee again? Yes, I, it is. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I should be uh, on their Christmas card list. I was going to say, do you have a pass? Uh, Hall pass? It's I like should. it's like pre-check at the airport. Richard just flies Well, right when they take you in, they put you on a gurney and they're rolling. You hear people saying, I know that guy. I know that Are guy. Are you serious? I, oh, yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. But you, you uh, when your ammonia shoots up, you you so go through a living hell. I mean, you hallucinate. You see all kinds of crazy right, things. Right. Um, well, it, it caused my brain to swell. Yeah. Well, I and mean, I told them, I said, as big as my brain already is, 
I don't need a bigger one. <laughs> anyway. I was going to say something completely the opposite, but I'll, I'll give you a pass since it's your first time back in six weeks. They looked at me funny. But anyway, um, I won't tell you about my hallucinations because they were like, you told me a couple of them, and they were they definitely were out so there. Yeah, weird. So, so this has been the six week battle essentially. Is the back and forth with ammonia poisoning your body? Back in the hospital, poisoning your body. Back in the hospital, but you also had some other things go on at the same time. Diabetes. The diabetes was uh, that's brutal. Kicking my butt. Yep. I mean, if, if they tell you you have diabetes, take it seriously, right? And do what they tell you to do. Well, you didn't for the that's longest right. time. So well, I maddening. didn't. I was in yeah. diabetes, diabetic rejection. Was I guess you're looking in a mirror. Well, you're saying and that I kind reject of insulin, you know. What do you mean you rejected it? My body is. Oh, yeah. Well, you have no, your pancreas isn't there, which is the other huge problem with right. this whole thing. I have no pancreas. People say you can't live without a pancreas. Excuse me. I said, oh, man, I better go die somewhere. <laughs> Somebody don't tell, I mean, don't tell Richard. <laughs> yeah, people tell me that you can't live without a pancreas. Well, I better go die somewhere because. <laughs> well, you're I a great example of. One. But I, I, I have fought this, this I know fight you have. Oh. for years. Years. And I plan on fighting it for a lot longer. I plan on being here for as long as I can. Well, And uh, when I go, uh, you know, the good Lord will call me home when my time comes. And I'll, I'll go. Right. Well, I know no that. Big, and but No big deal. I mean, I've, uh, I've had a heart stop a couple times. You've had a lot of things that scared every one of us. And uh, that's I just why. do it to spook them. I know. Yeah, I know what you oh, do. If you could, nurses, if you so. could do it just to scare me, you'd do it. And then if you'd I had laugh. a switch, I'd turn the heart off and go. Oh. Right. <laughs> turn it back right. on. Richard Lee, man, I'm so glad to have you back here, making this the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth. The Lee Brothers is the name of the program. It makes so much more sense when you're sitting across from me, giving me uh, headaches. It's so good to be back. Oh, I know it it's is. It's so good oh, to be back. I, know. I you, mean, you I have days where I can't hardly function right, but uh, today I could, and I said, you know what? It's uh, good. Ray Didio time. Well, when you when we come back in 60 seconds, I guess uh, you're going to beat me up about this airline thing. I want to give the full story and, uh, and your it's comments. Unbelievable. If you're watching on our Facebook and YouTube Live, you'll see the call-in number. And, of course, uh, in 60 seconds, what I did on a American Airlines, was it good or bad? Stay with us because I know you're going to agree with me. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Mojo Five O, Live free. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you want a unique experience, a unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420 420- 
bourbonbowl.com, 420-bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com, and tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all the reading, the Lee Brother. Or you can read them. But we prefer you listen to the Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. Mojo50.com. All right, we are celebrating today as Richard Lee has returned to the radio program, making this the only two-headed talk show. Richard, good to see you. Glad you are back. Beautiful I, human being. I'm so glad to be back, and the fact that you're going to buy me dinner, I just can't believe it. <laughs> I left that part out, didn't you? <laughs> So, uh, as you know, last week um, I was on vacation uh, traveling from, uh, from here to Phoenix, and that flight is not short. It's, it's quite lengthy, over four hours. And uh, they switched planes on us, so uh, everyone was sitting in different locations, and I was um, in, between, in between two strangers. I had the middle seat. And, uh, Why did they switch planes? I, well, I don't know the answer to that nor do i even ask i mean did I was they say the lee the lee family's here let's uh let's switch planes <laughs> yeah i you know what it wouldn't surprise me if you called them and put made them, them do a, that so put them in an old plane so they right. can tear that one up instead of the new one that they were flying on so um i'm sitting there and i look up and three or four rows ahead of me is my uh my youngest son austin who was sitting on an aisle and so i elbowed the guy beside me on the aisle and I said hey my son's sitting three rows up and he's on an aisle and you obviously want an aisle seat would you mind switching with him and the guy without even hesitation looked at me and goes for sure absolutely I'll do that and so people are boarding like crazy and I, and I thought well why don't we just wait till everyone gets on board and you just walk up and switch and he goes okay I'll do that so there was no one Austin was on an exit row and there was no one sitting next to him just one other seat and it was down to like the doors were closing and this guy comes from the back, not the front, the back, probably 300 pounds, walks up and sits next to Austin. Austin had to get up. So he stands up while this guy sits down and doesn't sit back down. I see this whole thing happening. I'm about ready to lose it because now the guy beside me is not going to switch. Right. Why, why was he going to go sit in that seat when this guy's taking half the seat? So I call Austin over to me and I said, can you sit there? And he goes, dad, half my seat's gone. I go, he's spilling into your seat. You have the armrest down? He goes, yes, I do. And I was like, you're not going to sit there. He goes, Dad, I'll be fine. I said, nope, it's not happening. So I got up, and I went to the, the front of the airplane. I said, you have a problem on row 10. And they go, what are you talking about? I said, well, the guy sitting next to my son has taken up my son's seat. So that's two seats, and my son cannot sit there. And we're not going four hours with my son in misery. Because he tried to sit down beside the guy, and he couldn't do it. He was leaning over into the aisle. It was just ridiculous. So I began to make a huge, I'm standing up. I'm pointing to the seat. I've got flat attendants. Two gate agents come on the airplane. I'm in nose-to-nose conversation with them about this seat. Did they handcuff you? No. They should have. See, here we go. I knew. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm arguing with the gate agent. Not arguing. I'm actually just making a statement. I'm saying, you guys can't do this. You have to find a solution to this. And I know the airline has has solutions to this. Was the plane full? The plane was full. Absolute packed. Wow. So I said, you got to figure it out. Okay. So my daughter, who is seeing this, Reagan, who has a heart bigger than this studio, 
who loves everyone, never sees, yeah, is just, sweetheart. just so precious. she's just devastated by this. She's like, Dad, I can't believe you're embarrassing this guy. I'm like, whoa, 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 hang on a second. I'm helping Austin. I'm not hurting him. I'm concerned about Austin. Don't you see? It's not about hurting him. I'm not even, the airline can find a seat for him. It's Austin I'm concerned about. Why, why do you think I'm making this big stink on the plane? Anyway, the plane is not moving because I'm having this conversation. Because she knows you so well. Uh, mm-hmm. She's your daughter. So we begin to, uh, the plane is in dead stop until this thing gets changed because all the people are walking around. Just be thankful it's not in the air when it does this. Right. It's right. It's not in the air. So am I a jerk for this move? Pretty much. <laughs> jerk is not the... Oh, no, it's not the right... Maybe jackass. Uh, I don't know. But it's something... Well, let me ask you a question. Would you have done... What would you have done, Richard? Because I actually care about what you would have done. Because I think you handle things much differently than I do. Always have. And I actually value your opinion on this. But seriously, what do you, what do you think? I would have gone back and said, sir... You would have thrust it to him? You would have talked to the big guy? There's free donuts in the back of the plane. I mean, you can have boxes oh my of them. Gosh, if you go fantastic. back there, you can have several boxes. And as soon as he left, I'd say, Austin, have a seat. You know, and I'd rope off his seat. Say, so you can just sit back there and eat the donuts. Well, there are no donuts. Oops, everybody got them, I guess. All right, so you would have done something. I'd have done wouldn't so. you would have right? You wouldn't have let your daughter or your son ride in that situation for that long of time. Anyway, no. my son no, got I would not. My son got upset with me because he said he could do it, and I said no, it's not right. My daughter's heart was broke for the guy. But anyway, here's how it went down. Here's how it actually ended. The uh, Austin refused to sit there, so he was trying to stand it up until he figured out what he was going to do. The gate agent comes on again. Gate agent went on and off like four or five times, like they're trying to figure this thing out. And finally, gate agent came on and leaned over to the guy and said, "Come with me." And the guy gets up and they walk to the back of the plane. He never returned, so I don't and I don't know where he ended up going. I assumed the assumption was that they would have found a place for him that didn't have anyone sitting there, or the airline would have asked someone to get off, paid their compensation, whatever. You could. You could that's how the airline gets past this. So he never came back, and Austin ended up sitting there. Uh, perfectly with his brother. So his brother moved to that location, which was, it worked out in the long run. I get off the airplane, okay? Reagan, who's, like I said, his heart as big as a studio, comes up to me and said, Dad, I'm just devastated. I'm like, why? What, what do you, she goes, I just felt like we embarrassed that guy and put him on the spot and hurt his feelings. And he's just, he's just trying to fly like we are. And I feel, I feel bad for him. I want to go up and give him a hug. He, we could see him standing over as he get off the airplane. I'm like, Reagan, do not, he wasn't embarrassed because we didn't make it about him. You know, I didn't stand up and, and it, it, get on a megaphone and announce the guy's fat and took right. two seats. I didn't do that. <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't like that. And, and she was just so broken hearted about it. Here's another interesting point, though. Here's, here's what's interesting about that story. A passenger was getting off the airplane. I had never met, never even saw the, but the passenger comes to me, walks up to me and said, I just want to tell you that you were exactly right. And I'm like, really? And she goes, yeah. And I, and I said, I'll take you, I'll take another step further. I almost went to the gate agent and volunteered my seat 
that I would take the next flight because I wasn't in a hurry and I would have got on any plane and they would have gave me a voucher for it. And I would have got on the next flight and everything would have been fine. But when I saw they moved him, I didn't do that. But I just want you to know that what you did was not wrong. It was the airline's responsibility to fix that problem and you called them out on it. It was correct. I was like, are you kidding me? Anyway, Reagan heard that conversation and changed her mind a little bit, but she was still so devastated by it. She Sounds felt so- like that woman was just as evil as you. <laughs> LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me mojo or give me death. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense. Like Thomas Paine, the Lee brother. So I was wrong. Dead wrong. Or I was right. Virginia Dead Citizens right. in America. I was right and wrong. Is that what you think? Yep. No, quick, quick answer. Right or wrong? Right or wrong? Was I right or wrong? You were right. Yeah. Thank you. There was no choice there. I don't think there was either. And quite frankly, I wasn't going to let him ride like that. And the airline didn't argue with me. They just were looking for a solution. And that's really the best way to think about it. You know, and the thing is, we look after our kids. Sure. That's exactly you know, right. We take care of our kids. We look after our kids. And that's all you were doing. Right. You're taking care of your son. I would have done the same thing. Even though it's embarrassing. I mean, you don't want to get up and make a scene like that, but I'd have no problem doing it, quite frankly. All right, so my... there's you some walk to the front of the plane and go, everybody be quiet for a second. I want to point some things out. I didn't do that, obviously. That man is huge. <laughs> <laughs> my son needs to sit down, and he can't That's because... Be- See, that would be a jerk movie. How you say? That man is huge. <laughs> that would be jerkish. That would be horrible. You don't do that, and I didn't do that. No, you did it last time, and that's how you found out it was jerkish. Then I found out something else that my other son brought to me here this week. He lives in an apartment complex, and on his window, he got a sign saying, warning, you're about to be towed. There's a list of reasons why they would tow his car. It's in the parked in the wrong spot, didn't have his permit, all those things. It turns out he was in the right spot, had his permit, cars fully functioning, operating, nothing wrong with it at all. The reason he was being towed in this apartment complex or was being threatened to be towed because his state inspection had expired. Okay. I'm like, so now the apartment complex is going around and looking state inspections to determine whether they're going to tow the car of the persons in the apartment? 
This is, the most, this is exactly what's going on with our country today. We have this huge, tyrannical view. I know what's right. I'm sitting in the throne. I'm on the throne of power. I decide whether your car's inspected. I decide whether you get a vaccination. I decide whether you have a mask on. This is, has nothing to do with the apartment complex. Nothing. You can't tow a guy's car because the state inspection's expired. What are you, the police now? But this is exactly what's going on in our country. And it's, it's actually, you know, you look at it and you go, well, it's laughable, right? You walk into the apartment complex and you go, seriously, what is this? I mean, you got to be kidding me, right? I didn't even know my state inspection was expired. I didn't even look at it. But you're going to tow, I, I dare you to tow my car because of that. Because then you not only will you be paying for my car, you'll be paying for my inspection. <laughs> yeah, I got a notice this week, too. Where I live is a high-end apartment complex, supposedly. But it's really not because I got a notice that says uh, the name of the apartment complex, resi- complex resident and a dash, and it says shooting. And they explained the shooting that took place across the street from my home. So yours is a little different. A little different. <laughs> Just a little. Just a hair. It's slightly different. All right, coming up. COVID. DeSantis or Northam. Are we back to mass? Come on. Let's just set the record straight. All that dead ahead. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. The most... The most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo Five O. Mojo Five O.com. We built this city. Yes, we did. We built this city on rock and roll. Built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, Virginia Citizens and American Patriots. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother, literally sitting to my left, right across the table, is Richard Lee. And he looks good, bud. You look good. Glad to have you here. Thank you. Thank you very, Thank you very much. much. No, look, you look great. Glad to have you here. We're up and running. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. There's a great video there. It's the best pro-America video I've seen in a long, long time. You, you got to check it out, theleebrothers.com. And mocking the left for fun, it's, it's an interesting conversation, kind of a COVID conversation about what's happening in the country. It's, it's, I promise me you'll bust out laughing, theleebrothers.com. And, and more importantly, masks are folly. They do not work. All that and a whole bunch more of other stuff at, at theleebrothers.com, also through mojo50.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. We depend, it seems to me, that since COVID – and it was happening before this, Richard. But before COVID, it was a slower move. Now it's a radical move for people to beg government to do something instead of realizing that you are in charge of your own health. But now we're like, if a governor doesn't demand masks, people are going to die. You can wear a mask. Because a government official doesn't demand everyone doesn't mean you can't. This is what I do not understand about this entire argument. However, there is something I want to share with you. This is very interesting. Alex de Tocqueville, in his his book, Democracy in America, wrote this. Listen to this. This This is incredible how Alex de Tocqueville views freedom. 
it, almost as if he knew COVID was going to happen. Here's the quote. What good does it do me, after all, if an ever-watching authority, government, keeps an eye out to ensure my pleasures will be tranquil and races ahead of me to ward off all danger, sparing me from the need to even think about such things, if that government or authority, even it removes the smallest thorns from my path, it also absolute master my liberty and my life. In other words, if it monopolizes all these things, then it must lavish when it fails. Everything around it must also lavish. When it sleeps, everything must sleep. And when it dies, everything must also perish. In other words, the Tocqueville is saying, if the government's going to protect me from every little thorn that can happen, it also controls other aspects of my life. That's not freedom. It's not even liberty. It's prison. I, I saw a picture of uh, two lions, one out in Africa on the, roaming the African area, another one in a zoo. And the caption was, the one in the zoo has everything it possibly wants. Food on a daily basis, on a regular time. The line on the right has the freedom to go wherever it wants at the risk of not eating. Might eat. You don't know. America's chosen the cage. America is completely vested in government telling us what to do. But not just the governor. Like in Virginia, Governor Northam is like, I can protect you. Now Governor Northam goes, not like, can I protect you? You got to listen to the CDC. Who are they? Well, they were just an organization a year ago that all they did was study viruses and things. Now, they're making law. They say now that you can't have evictions. They also say now you must wear a mask, which the law in Virginia says whatever the CDC says, you have to do in schools. We've lost our minds. It's completely ridiculous. Now, there's an article in the Richmond Times-Dispatch, and for those on our great station, Mojo Five O, go to richmond.com to find it by Michael Paul Williams. It's ridiculous. Our friend. Our friend, Michael Paul Williams. Michael. The title of this, schools need to require masks for their students. So here's his rationale. Listen to this. This is unbelievable. He quotes Henrico's public schools by saying, we encourage mask wearing for those not fully vaccinated. We respect that mask wearing is currently an individual choice. So Henrico School says it's your choice. His reaction to that comment, here's Michael Paul Williams. And that, in a nutshell, reflects our national pandemic policy and the nation itself. The rugged individualism is killing us. You see, there's a difference between communism in America. Communism, it's the collective. Everything is for the collective. In America, it's always been about the individual, individual freedom, individual liberty. Michael Paul Williams says it's killing us. Individual is killing us. Killing who? If you get vaccinated, you're great. If you're not, it's not killing the vaccinated. So what's he saying here? Then again, he says this, which is even more amazing. We're trust. Listen to the object upset with you serfs and peasants. This is Michael Paul Wynn. We're trusting people to do the right thing. How crazy is this? Too many people are abusing that trust. Therefore, government must do something. This is how Michael Paul Williams thinks. This is a crazy article. Richmond.com is the website. He goes on to say that school children, to a large extent, won't be the individuals making the choice to wear a mask. It'll be their parents. And he thinks that's bad. Then he says, and given the political divide surrounding masks, the results will be predictable. In other words, parents don't want their kids in masks, and we must stop them. We can't have kids in masks. This is preposterous. What are we doing? 
<laughs> Thank you, Biden. I guess we should be grateful, he goes on to say, quote, I guess we should be grateful that elected officials here aren't threatening to ban mask wearing altogether like they're doing in Florida and other states where the coronavirus is surging. In other words, he's saying you have to wear masks to stop it from surging, which, by the way, all the evidence points the other way. Meanwhile, Richmond Public Schools are 100% mask policy for students and staff and visitors at all times unless you're eating or napping. If it's so dangerous, Michael Paul Williams, then why should we let them eat and take a nap without masks? Because as soon as you take the mask off, you could expose the, the COVID variant. Variant. Then what? People will die, he says. This is Michael Paul Williams and his evidence for wearing a mask. There is no evidence. There's only demanding. At the end, he says this, but masks are the most basic precaution against the virus. This is what he thinks. A basic precaution against a virus? To make mask wearing optional is folly, given what we know, he says. Is that true? Here's what Rand Paul said about masks. Compare this to what you just heard Michael Paul Williams do. There is no science to defend putting your kids in masks or parents wearing masks. No science whatsoever. If there were, we would be wearing masks for years and years because for kids, the death rate is about the same as the seasonal flu. It may be less than the seasonal flu. So is Francis Collins proposing that because the flu's with us forever, that parents should be wearing masks around their kids that have the flu? So is that what Michael Paul Williams is saying? We should wear masks forever? But again, the assumption is masks work. Rand Paul is a doctor, by the way. And he's just like any other person on the planet. They have a, we're right to disagree with masks. I mean, it's not like we disagree with masks and we're somehow evil. Masks do not detain the virus. We know this in every case that's out there, everywhere we see. I mean, otherwise, just go get on an airplane and tell me you're protected with the mask. It's ridiculous. And, and if you believe, Michael Paul, if you believe in your heart, that masks work, and you send your kids to school, put them in masks. Put your two-year-old in a mask, Michael Paul Williams. Go ahead. You know what I think? I think you just don't want to wear a mask anymore. That's what I think. Were you wearing a mask? Were you burned by acid or something like that? Oh, no, it's just they're terribly comfortable. I think everyone will be wearing them in the future. (laughs) (laughs) That's from Princess Bride. Pretty good. Here's, uh, here's what Biden said about, about mask wearing, too. Some states have even banned businesses and universities from requiring workers and students to be masked or vaccinated. And the most extreme of those measures is like the one in Texas that say state universities or community colleges could be fined if it allows a teacher to ask her unvaccinated students to wear a mask. What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? So here's what's ridiculous about that. Just because, now we've, we, actually Richard, you and I have made this case all along during this whole thing. Just because a governor doesn't mandate masks for every single person doesn't mean you can't wear one. You, none of the schools are saying you can never wear a mask. Not a single one has ever said, you can't wear a mask. In fact, DeSantis isn't saying, you can't wear a mask. What DeSantis is saying, the government is going to stop you from mandating that everyone wears a mask. Now, why is that so offensive to the radical left? If you, like, if you think the mask works, wear it. Because it protects you, right? It protects you. I don't wear a mask, I'll protect you. You get the vaccine and you got the mask, you're protected. Um, 
I have had COVID and I've been vaccinated and I wear a mask. See, Tim Kaine does. I wear masks to make other people feel safer. It's just theater. Make people feel safer. It really doesn't do anything. And I don't want anyone to recognize me. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's Tim, what are we doing? Tim, Tim, Tim. What I saw are we doing? A lady, saw a lady walk out of a building today, no mask. Walks across the street, gets in her car, puts her mask on. Oh, stop it. That did not happen. There's no way that happened. Okay. That's ins- That's no, yeah, We don't want. Mark okay. saw it. Okay. Yep. And I saw it. I said, what? Is that all about? <laughs> what exactly? Uh, it's crazy. That now that is crazy. But Timmy, 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 <laughs> he is the ultimate in the mass theater. All right. So here's what Biden said about DeSantis, which I find uh, amazing. But here's here's what he said before we even get to DeSantis. Mr. President, do you believe that Governor DeSantis and Governor Abbott are personally making decisions that are harming their own citizens? I believe the reason. Well, first of all, that question is absurd. You mean DeSantis is walking through places and ripping masks off people and making sure they get COVID? No, he hasn't done any of that. Just sitting around his office, going, "I think DeSantis is hurting his people." How is he? No governor can hurt their people by not mandating a mask on every person. No. No governor's doing that. You can wear a mask. Own citizens. I believe the results of their decisions are not good for their constituents. Because their constituents are stupid. They're serfs and peasants that need government to tell them what to do. That's the mindset of the left. And to Biden, it's a shocker. You're going to let people do what they want? That's impossible. You can't let people do what they want. It's bad for them. And it's clear to me and to most of the medical experts that the decisions being made like not allowing mask mandates in school and the like are bad health policy. Bad health policy. What are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) All right. DeSantis, he responds. He's got the most unbelievable executive order. We're going to share that with you. And it is a refutation of everything that Paul Williams says and everything Biden says. It's very, very good in 60 seconds. So LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four F's, freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers, fighting for liberalism. Oh, fighting liberalism. Sorry, guys. So DeSantis... 
sends an executive order. I'm not a big fan of executive orders, but he has the ability to do this, to ensure that parents have freedom of choice to mask in schools. That's all he's saying. He's just simply saying, hey, I want parents to choose this, not the government to choose it. So he says to his constituents and to the uh, counties, you can't, you cannot mandate mask on everybody. Parents have a choice. Here's his rationale, and this is why I want to share with you the executive order. It's so good. He says, whereas schools, including those that did not require students to be masked, did not drive community transmission of COVID. In other words, he's saying schools didn't drive COVID last year. It's obvious, so we're not going to make masks permanent. He goes, also, whereas, despite recent CDC guidance forcing students to wear masks, lacks a well-grounded scientific justification. True. True. Brown University study analyzed COVID-19 data for schools in Florida and found no correlation with masks mandates. DeSantis is giving facts. He's laying out the facts. He's saying, this is why you don't have to have a mask mandate, because of Brown University, because the evidence doesn't suggest it's transmissible, because it doesn't stop the transmission. It doesn't do any of those things. He continues, masking children may lead to negative health and societal ramifications what you mean there's other things that can impact yes desantis is a rock star who would write this stuff masks are bad for you he says that in here he says uh, also when he says studies have shown that children at low risk of contracting a serious illness due to covid and do not play a significant role in the spread of the virus they don't need to be masked he says in his executive um order he says forcing children to wear masks could inhibit breathing, lead to the collection of dangerous impurities, including bacteria, fungi, parasites on the mask itself. Fungi. You believe that? Mm-hmm. This is, this is a governor in America saying these things. I'm not going to force people to wear masks when there's no statistical significant evidence suggests that counties with mask requirements fare better than others. This is in his executive order. He says... It poses a risk of adverse and unintended consequences, according to a Florida Surgeon General, if you put kids in masks. He says, all parents have the right to make health care decisions for their minor children. This is written in his executive uh, order. They do. Who would disagree with that? Don't you think, you leftist, big government, Ralph Northam-loving type of people, don't you think parents should choose whether to put their kids in masks or not? Can you imagine how these folks reacted to this <laughs> you know pure chaos they probably couldn't speak for about a half an hour to one another again the premise is without government you can't be safe the premise is you can't make decisions for yourself that's the way the left thinks you heard biden it's not right that we're not allowed to mandate mask you mean joe biden that the people are that dumb that if they believe the mask work they wouldn't wear them there are people wearing masks everywhere Despite us not needing them, they're all over the place. And I never one time said, you stupid idiot for wearing a mask. I just thought maybe a little odd, but they have a right to do that. If, they, if they're that fearful, then they can wear one, two, five masks if they want and a shield like my ridiculous doctor came in the, the other day. The Him, most I've seen is three masks on one person, but you see them all the time, an individual in their car driving with a mask on. What I don't understand is you cannot possibly live in this state of fear like this. That is not healthy. No. 
I mean, I finally I, convinced you of it. And now you don't drive with a mask on anymore. Uh, that was a good point. I must admit, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point, Richard. I guess I don't need one. I guess you like. And then finally, in his executive order that DeSantis wrote to all the county schools, given the historic data on COVID-19 and the ongoing debate on whether masks are more harmful than beneficial to children and to school environment in general, we should protect the freedoms and the statutory rights of students and parents by resting with the parents' decision whether the children should wear masks in school. What an evil governor. What an evil human being to allow parents to decide if children should wear masks. Their own children, mind you. Who does that? I mean, what a what a heathen, what a Neanderthal to think that the governor would allow parents to make those decisions. But they are painting DeSantis just like you heard Biden on DeSantis. Here he is again. Mr. President, do you believe that Governor DeSantis and Governor Abbott are personally making decisions that are harming their own citizens. It's just so ridiculous. Would you prefer the governor make all the decisions for us in healthcare? That's an incredibly stupid question. It's no, so, I don't believe the governor is President hurting people. Biden, are you reading the minds of Governor DeSantis? Are you reading his mind? He's out there hurt kids. Don't you understand? He's a Republican governor. He wants kids. Hurt. Oh my God! I believe the results of their decisions are not good for their constituents. And you know, don't you? This is the most maddening part of the clip. It's just not good for the constituents. Good, you need to do something because you see, no one does the right thing unless the governor tells them. No one does the right thing unless you shut down the because someone might go to a bar and get a drink, and we can't allow that because they're dumb. Oh. They're stupid. We can't let people make decisions on wear a mask or not. This is ridiculous. How can we let people make their own decisions about their health? Well, Scott, someone might get the virus and die. Well, the assumptions of masks work, but let's say they do work. Then wear one. Then you won't get the virus. And then again, they may not get the virus and die. Well, the stats say they, they won't just die. Live. They so, just want to kill businesses again. Right. Kill the economy again. Screw up people's families and their income. They just want to cause more inflation and more garbage, more BS. This, the, the problem with this, too, is it's not that we're just looking to Governor Northam, Governor DeSantis, but now we got the entire country quoting the CDC. Have you ever talked to these people? The CDC says. the C, It is nothing but a political arm of the left. They remind me of PETA. Right, exactly. And you don't believe the CDC is corrupt politically? Here's a, t- here's a title of an article from Bloomberg. The title of the article says, as Delta spreads quickens, as the Delta spread quickens and, sp- and, and moves, the CDC's pressured to revise mass guidance. Pressured? Pressured by who? You don't, if you don't think the CDC is a political hack for the DNC right now, you're, you're missing it. To listen to anything the CDC says is nothing but politics. That's all it is. And it's pressured to revise the mass mandate. And guess what happened? They revised the mask mandate. Now everyone has to go back to wearing a mask. Why? Because the CDC says so? Who were they? They were nobody 12 months ago. No one even said CDC. You ever even heard it? Heck no, because it didn't exist. LeeBrothers.com, LeeBrothers.com. Standing against intolerable acts. Mojo 5 
Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you want a unique experience, a unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420 bourbonbowl.com 420bourbonbowl.com and tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Just like Batman and Robin, your conservative dynamic duo. Just no costumes and no utility belts normally. The Lee Brothers. Did you bring your utility belt, Richard, for your Batman suit? Yes. You are... Uh, I will show it to you. You know, Mojo Five O is having a Halloween thing. They're getting together for Halloween, and they asked the hosts if you could dress up as anybody. What you dress up as? Now, I spoke for you. What would you dress up as as Halloween? Let's see if I got it right. Oh, I don't know. Uh, you know, yes, if you I do. wear the bat suit, that's it. I could do. Thank you very much. Security form. Stand outside in the bat suit. <laughs> Pummel the criminals as they approach. Sunrise. Well, you're exactly right because that's what I put up at the Batman suit. So what would you put for yourself? Patrick Henry. I thought that would be a good thing for Patrick me. Henry? Yeah, dress up as Patrick Henry. I thought you'd I resemble him in some ways. A little more for Nanny or something. Yeah. Like what? Well, that doesn't make any sense. There's no connection there at all. All right, so uh, the government is spending $180,000 of, of your tax money on Tanzania poultry products. Why? Someone is researching it from the Department of Agriculture. USDA grant is being used to research the program to look at poultry, meat, and egg domestic suppliers and importers in Tanzania. Are we importing a lot of this from Tanzania into the United States? Are we bringing in eggs and chickens and turkeys and such? What? what? This is my point about the overspending of government. Richard, you and I could sit down. I'm telling you, black Sharpies and a pizza, and we could go through the budget. This is ridiculous. This reminds me of Mark Warner talking about meat and fish all the time. Fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. (laughs) Meat and fish. How he says it at the end is hilarious. Fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. 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 If you say it like that, fish. What if he goes to a restaurant and says, I'll have the fish. Fish. I'll have the meat and fish. I bet you. I bet you. Mark Warner was excited about the Tanzania poultry product grant. One hundred eighty thousand dollars. Oh, Scott and Richard. It's just one hundred eighty thousand dollars. What are you worried about? Really? It's it's absurd to spend any amount of money on this kind of crap. And you think this is just the only incident of this? Do you know how long that would last me? What meat and fish or yeah. one hundred eighty thousand? One hundred eighty thousand. Exactly. I buy a lot of meat and fish with it. <laughs> Fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. <laughs> Fresh fruit and vegetables. One hundred eighty thousand. I mean, this is what's going on in the budget. Every time you hear somebody go, "We need to raise taxes on the wealthy," 
Really? How about we stop spending money in Tanzania? Just saying. You are being selfish. Thank you. If you looked, you would find so many asinine expenses. Oh, are you kidding me? All over the planet where the U.S. government is just flushing money. Down, down the, the toilet. toilet, like Tanzania. Like Tanzania. Do you think any of our constituents listening care about poultry in Tanzania? Come on. It's absurd. All right, coming up, the Olympics, the good and the bad of it. And uh, Feinstein said, I'll never read a bill. Never. It's next. Thebrothers.com. promoting the four f's freedom faith free markets and fun mojo 5-0 richmond the home of patrick henry richard henry lee and the Lee Brothers. So Virginia Rest Stop has a great welcome for you if you come into our state. No guns! Big sign up there now. It's ridiculous. Because that stops the bad guys, right? Sure. Uh, should uh, senators read bills before voting on them? That seems like common sense. That's dead now. And uh, the good and the bad of the Olympics. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Page are the only two-headed talk show. This, uh, this is right. The only two-headed talk show. Outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for joining us. Let's have some fun. Well, it's, it's good to started. be back. Good. I love being back. And uh, thanks to everyone who uh, contacted us or contacted Scott to ask how I was doing and your thoughts and prayers. I, I can't thank you enough. No kidding. It's just awesome. So good to be back. And you look good. You sound good. Uh, and, of course, as Thank the you. last hour proved, you were very hard on me like you always are. And that's Thank you. A, Thank important. you very much. Somehow people love that. I get more response. The, the emails we get from you beating up on me are always like, good job, Rich. I'm like, what? what? I just, why am I, why is it all, I just, anyway. It's, it's, it's just, but anyway, I think you're the, of the two Lee brothers, um, I don't think anyone ever has said, you know, anything that uh, was positive in my regard. It was always like, when's Richard going to be back? Because you are really not helping. (laughs) 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 I said, well, he's coming back. That is so true. I'm glad you're here. so true. Love you, brother. Glad you're back uh, with us here at the uh, the studios. Thank you. Thank you very much. You look good. All right, so... um, the uh, coming up, by the way, we, we will get to this is uh, the, the tr- infrastructure bill. There, there's some things in this that will blow your mind, and then they don't even read it. You know what? Pages it's 2,700 pages, 2,700 pages. Yeah, that's really great for democracy and freedom and liberty. Is there a lot of pictures? <laughs> I, I wish mean, it that's was. insane. That Don't is worry. ridiculous. And by the way, no one knows what's in it, nobody. I mean. When you read it, we'll share you. We'll share with you one thing. It's in it. It's pretty, pretty devastating. All that is coming up. But first, the Olympics. We watched uh, 0.5 seconds of the Olympics, and, and that's about how much I cared about the Olympics too. For some reason, but if you watch the news, it was so bad. It was just horrible uh, about the Olympics. But some good things happened. 
One is we've got some gold medals out of it, which was great. We found out that Gwen Berry, which uh, we talked about on our show last time, was the one who refused to turn her back on the national anthem because she was third and the national anthem played. And she turned her back. She came in like 11th. So she got slaughtered and lost. And somehow we celebrate that. Rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. I mean, if you want to hate they the They should country, have kicked her out. No, they, should, they should have cooked her, kicked her out and removed her from the Olympics. The other thing we found out is that the women's soccer team came in third. And I've got to tell you something. I will never watch another women's soccer game ever. They are, except for one. I found out that one didn't kneel this week for the for the playoff game of the th- of being third. One really? person, one on the entire team, didn't kneel for their. It's ridiculous. I was looking at th- some of the comments this week about the women's soccer team, and one of the comments on it was either a Facebook post or something. This this guy said, "Maybe you people are complaining about the women's soccer team kneeling." should focus on why they take a knee and ask yourselves what we need to do as a country so the athletes won't need to do these things in the future. Really? Well, if they want to be an Olympic athlete for the United States of America, they should believe in this country. They should love this country, and they should not, 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 you know, do their protesting. Protesting. During the Olympics. During the Olympics. Do it later. They shouldn't do it. This guy's Use a their celebrity to do it when they get away from the Olympics and nobody knows who they are anyway. Let them go do that then, but not during the Olympics. So this guy who says this, shouldn't we know why they're kneeling and care about their... No, we shouldn't. No, because I don't it doesn't matter. Care. I don't care why they're kneeling. Exactly. They're idiots. Of course. It doesn't matter why they're kneeling. The fact is they're playing for their country. Be proud of it there. If you want to... Look, we talked about this before. There are things you and I don't like about the country. We don't like that abortion's unlimited at any time they want. We don't like that. So do we, we, if we were in the Olympics, that would be really weird, but if we were in the Olympics, Olympics, would we kneel and say Dad, we're killing no heck no we wouldn't it's ridiculous yeah, this we kind should of care stupid. about why they're why they're they're doing this we already know they're idiots they're stupid that's now, why they're protesting right during their introduction yeah it's i mean ridiculous. it's ridiculous we already know why they're dumb as dirt now the there was highlights though that were great you could hate the women's soccer team be glad they lost because they're a bunch of leftist, woke, ridiculous people who hate our country. I'm not glad they lost, but I don't respect them at all. i actually glad they lost and don't respect them. Anyway, so here's a Tamira Manshaw. Tamira Manshaw is a wrestler. She won the gold for the United States of America. And for those on the left, she happens to be an African-American well, I don't even know that. She's probably full American, but has black skin. So that might matter to some of you on the left. Listen to her. She's draped in the American flag, won a gold medal. Here's her reaction. What I have next. Last question for you. That American flag around your shoulders looks pretty good. How does that feel to represent your country like this? It feels amazing. I love representing the U.S. I freaking love living there. I love it, and I'm so happy I get to represent U.S.A. <laughs> love it. Well, <laughs> wow. She's awesome. You know what's amazing about that is that's newsworthy. There used to be a time where, of course, I mean, why would you have to ask that question? Of course, I could drape myself in America. Of course, I love my country. I'm out playing for my country. Of course. See, the media wants drama. Oh, they do. They want sensationalism. They want division. They want, exactly. They want idiots. 
that they can say this person, you know, to summarize it, they're just saying this person's a, a moron. But they're not putting it out there that way. So did that not sound great, though? Oh, yeah. Here's, yeah. A, here's a black woman who is, by the way, before that clip, she was thanking God for her abilities. Yeah, it so doesn't apparently, matter. Color doesn't matter. You know, the, she loves the United States. She loved representing the United States and winning for the she United She was nearly States. crying talking about it. I mean, yeah. that's passion for the country and for what she does, and she was giving God praise and our country praise, and I doubt you saw it on CBS, NBC, or ABC. No. Because I, why? I, why would you want that? We don't want people to like the country. We want them to hate the country and hate everything about everybody else in the country. It's ridiculous. That is refreshing. However, this one, not so much. This is Noah uh, Lyles. He's a, a runner, and uh, he was asked by... Um, Lester Holt. Lester Holt had him on and was interviewing him. And Lester Holt couldn't wait to say, weren't you depressed about the country and about the riots? And, of course, this is his answer. You're hearing on the news every day. Hang on, let me stop it right there. You're hearing on the news every day. Not reality. You're hearing on the news every day because we know America isn't racist because America lives every day in a very diverse country and functions great. However, in politics and the media, what do you hear? He's going to tell us. This is what Noah, an athlete in the Olympics for America, says. You're hearing on the news every day that you're not wanted. And as an athlete who's trying to go to the Olympics and representing the U.S., you know, you love your country. But it hurts even more to see that the country that you want to support so much is trying to kill you. <laughs> trying to kill you. Wow. You're, you're not loved. You're not wanted. They want you out of the country. Uh, after the Olympics, though, let's do this. <laughs> that is so ridiculously it is the most, stupid. It, it is the most. The, the kid is, in, in fairness to this kid, he's been brainwashed and completely indoctrinated with this idea that they want him dead. I mean, you heard him say he wanted to support the country. But they're telling me they want me dead. You love your country, but it hurts even more to see that the country that you want to support so much is trying to kill you. That is on. That is such. If they were trying to kill you. You'd be dead. It's as simple as that. But Richard, it's, I mean, it's this so is disheartening. Stupid. It's disheartening. It's so sad that this kid. It really is. This. It really is because no one's trying to kill. But how him. could he believe something as? Asinine is that. I'll, I'll tell you why. Here's a ver This is why right here. You're hearing on the news every day. Yeah. That's why. And you don't you, though? On the news every day, don't you hear how black people are hunted down and killed by police officers? That's exactly what we hear. It's not true. Uh, of course it's not true. And that's why it breaks my heart for this kid, this Noah Lyles, to think that someone's out to kill him. Noah, it's not true, man. It's just, it's not true. And you're listening to the wrong stuff. You're being fed something from Biden and all the race baiters and haters in our country. Noah, run for the greatest country on the planet. You've done that. This country loves you and wants you to succeed. Don't believe this stuff. It's horrible. But this is just the way our country is. Now, we have people saying, when did you realize you were white? That... And those details 
in 60 seconds. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Mojo Five O, Live free. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you want a unique experience, a unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com, and tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all the reading, the Lee Brothers. It's so divisive, and it's really hurtful in the country. I mean, to think about everything is about race, everything. And you know this now, and it's really a shame, but there is a political party driving this. If, if you see everything as race, you're going to find you're gonna find something you don't disagree with. You're gonna, oh, look, it's racist. See? Well, no, it's not. You're, you're so blinded by it. It's scary. I mean, it really is. This is a scary time in our country where we have people who actually – are so concerned about race that they are now saying that they can't go outside because of it. Author Robin Angelo is making headlines this week during a video interview posted on YouTube. About, it's a, it, she's a social justice consultant. She was explaining that she used to be colorblind and now isn't. Listen to the question during this interview. Talk to me about when you first realized you were white. It's the stupidest question I've ever heard in my life. I mean, you, you could say, when did you realize you were black? When did you, re- I mean, you see what we've done to our culture and to our humanity? You weren't, you weren't a white person. You're a human being. You're not a black person. You're a human being. When do we start saying these things? When do we start asking the most ridiculous questions ever? This lady's blind. But who's blind? This white lady. She had no idea she was white. Oh, yeah, right. She didn't. So she says. Yeah. Coming up. Talk to me about when you first realized you were white and, and whiteness. Yeah, talk to me about that. Um, I, I It was a very abstract sense. I, I honestly believe I was about um, 34 years old. <laughs> She's talking like some kind of Paul during the, uh, you know, the road to Damascus moment here where she's. Honestly, it was this time where I just, I can't believe how it, listen. I was college educated. I was a parent. Um, and someone handed me Peggy McIntosh's article. Yep. And I read through that list and I had an out-of-body experience. I can tell you where I was sitting. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not ever going to forget that moment where. Never forget the moment where what? Hang on. Let's keep going. All of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I'm white. Yep. <laughs> 
And I felt so loudly white that I remember being hesitant to go outside. I didn't want to go outside because everybody could see that I was white. So what color is this lady? She's, 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 she's white. But she thought she was black before. No, no, she never thought she was black before. She just noticed that she was white. This is. So she didn't know. She was essentially colorblind. She didn't pay any attention to. Correct. Race. Correct. I would love to live in that society. I would love to live in her mind for 34 years. No, a colorblind society. Yeah, I wouldn't want to live in her mind. Uh, not her mind, but damn. But, color. but I would like to live in a colorblind society. Well, it starts with the stupid. Talk to me about when you first realized you were white. That, that is, I don't even know. This is a parody. It, it, we're, we're supposed to laugh at this, right? This isn't not real. Funny. This isn't This isn't really happening in our country, is it? Is this? And by the way, it's it's not only real. These people are in charge now. They're running our government. But what's interesting about it is, it is truly perceived as a legitimate, real conversation. You heard the back and forth. You heard the the interviewer going, "Yeah, mm-hmm, I understand." When you first read the article, you were blown away. This is this is so ridiculous. If you view yourself. By the color of your skin, we've already lost. If that's how you, if you wake up in the morning, and Richard, you and I had this conversation with one of these women we were had on our show one time. If you look in the mirror and see not a human being made in the image of God, but you see a white person or you see a black person, I think you're inherently a racist. I think yeah. you've got problems. I mean, not one time in my agree. in my life I looked in the mirror and go, heck, I'm a white man. What? I mean, no, no one does that. And if you do that, your priorities are so out of whack, you're skewed and unhealthy. These people are unhealthy. They're also a danger to our culture to walk around and talk about how you're scared to go outside because you're white. And I felt so loudly white that I remember. What does that mean? What's loudly white? And by by the way, should we feel the same way? Should we feel loudly white to where we don't want to come outside? Being hesitant to go outside. I didn't want to go outside because everybody could see that I was white. She's sick. She's trying to do something here. I don't know why she's acting this way, but there is some sort of warped in her mind telling a black woman that she's af- afraid or, or sorrowful for being born a certain way. Not that she has a choice in it. It's not even about her character. It's about the, something she has no control over. The color of her skin, she's apologizing for it. She feels bad about it. If this was the other way around, it would be called racism. Why would, right. we, why would we make black people feel bad about the color of their skin? Why are we making white people feel bad about the color of their skin? Why are we applauding this woman saying, I felt so white, I didn't know what to do? It's sick. But this Go is... Check into an asylum. Get some uh, mental health. They still have their whiteness. Oh, that's where it started with Oprah Winfrey. You know. They still have their whiteness. Exactly. And you still have your blackness, Oprah. Whatever that even means. Now, give me my car that's taped underneath my seat and let me get out of here. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, no kidding. What are we doing? It doesn't stop there. The problem is this kind of thought actually leads to other things. A university hires a social justice center to help top staff embrace white 
inferiority. Yes, University of Kentucky hosted an anti-racism workshop. The aim is to focus the department heads on diversity, equity, and inclusion. They hired this person to come do this. This is where our universities are now. Like, like, remember this one. If we 10 years from now are as white as we are today, we will have failed as a university in our... Now, this is the consistent thought if you believe what this stupid woman said about her whiteness. What would you do if your kids were in that university? This put this man in charge of a university and you find out your kids are in there and he makes that statement. Right. You yank them out as fast as you can and move them to another one. Talk to me about when you first realized you were white. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. It's out of control. And this is the consequence. You got universities doing this. Here's, and just to remind you, VCU did this at a graduation ceremony. Looking at the graduating students. It's bad design. Eh, here it is. You've experienced one of the most diverse universities in this nation. And we're proud of that. It's by design. Yeah, we did it on purpose. We looked at the color of your skin and we put you here because you're not white. That and by the, the way, Egyptian we also, sun god making that <laughs> Rao, Michael Rao. Yeah. And by the way, it also means if you were white and wanted to come here, we didn't let you because we were trying to be diverse by You've experienced design. one of the most diverse universities in this nation, and we're proud of that. It's by design. It's disgusting, isn't it? What happened to our country? What happened to a colorblind society? What happened to where we weren't doing these things on purpose by design? We're destroying, we're balkanizing our culture. You're not going to have a colorblind society when you have someone like Michael Robb making a statement like that. Or this woman saying, I was scared to be white outside. Or Oprah saying, they still have their white. They still have their whiteness. I mean, you're not going to have a colorblind society ever with these kind of people making these statements. It's or, not going to happen. They're reversing things. Bad. And, or in a bad way. If you didn't have media or Democrats, it'd be completely different. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Exactly right. Exactly right. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me mojo or give me death. Mojo 5 Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense, like Thomas Paine, the Lee brother. Uh, 
a little Van Halen. Well, we're kind of big fans of Van Halen. Yeah. But we're not fans of Vogue magazine. I don't know if you saw this. Vogue magazine, September cover of Vogue magazine, will feature the first plus-size Asian-American model. Mm. That's going to sell magazines off the shelf like you have no idea. <laughs> what are they? Yep, it, I'll I tell you, it's all one. for show, man. I, mean, it's, I want one. Yeah. But adding to that, it will also have the first transgender woman model on the cover. Now, that's going to be a collector's item. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, so you're really a man? Yes, I am. I got to have one. So Vogue magazine has all women on the cover, but they're really not. One is a man. And we're supposed to supposed to be excited that this man is pretending to be a woman? Why would so Vogue is trying to disguise it and make it I mean, has this woman gone through all the surgeries and now is truly by the way, she'll always be a man. Just saying. Yep. Even if with surgery. You can't get she rid was of, born a man of chromosomes and DNA. He was born a man, he'll always be a man. Ariel Nicholson is the biological male we're referring to, said this, quote, obviously it's a big deal being the first trans woman on the cover of Vogue, but it's also hard to say exactly what kind of big deal it is when the effects are so intangible. What? Sounds smart. He sounds smart. She, she sounds smart. Went on to say, quote, I'm so excited to share my first American Vogue cover. Opportunity to participate in the shifting landscape of fashion. It's a dream come true. You know, one time, one, once you do this, and people know that you've done this, it changes <laughs> everything going forward and everything in your past. That's right. I mean, think about it. Bruce Jenner, you know, tennis champion. He was on the TV show Chips. And was now he? all you, you see him on Chips riding that motorcycle, and you envision this dress blowing by. Hang on, hang on a second. Who was on Chips? Bruce Jenner. He wasn't one of the motorcycle guys. Oh, yes, he was. Bruce Jenner was? Yes, he was. I didn't know that. How did I miss that whole thing? I don't know. That's interesting. I didn't he was only it. on there for a short while. Okay, I was going to say, I don't remember him being one of the Chips bicycle guys. He was. Short right. time. Coming up, what are 2,700 pages? And a Washington football team is banning people if you come up in the Redskins uniforms. And what? this is insane. All that coming up. LeeBrothers.com. most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo 5 Mojo 5.0.com. We built this city. Yes, we did. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. Uh-huh. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. City only James. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and dear brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee. Really? Really what? Oh, I had no idea. Uh-huh. That's so true. 
All right, so... Um, Why are you wearing a mask? Were you burned by acid or something like that? <laughs> no, no, it's just uh, terribly comfortable. I think everyone will be wearing them in the future. So Princess Bride from 1987. So I guess they were uh, future uh, forecasters of what might be coming. Um, check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. One of the best pro-America videos. I need you to go look at this, theleebrothers.com. It's excellent uh, to make you a uh, little tear. might come down your cheek. Just saying Leebrothers.com. Also, there's um, a great, it's a great uh, parody, mocking the left. And by the way, if you're from the left, you might like it too. The Leebrothers.com, the Leebrothers.com, and Masker Folly. It's ridiculous that we put confidence and cotton things around your face and say, "Oh no, we're preventing COVID." It's a, it's a lie. And all that evidence is at the Leebrothers.com, the Leebrothers.com. And even if it were. Preventing COVID, it could be causing so many other, other horrific problems. Yeah. Like breathing in the fiber. I, the thing right. I don't understand is why would you want your kids in mass breathing in their own carbon dioxide and the materials from that? And by the way, they took a survey or they took the mass from kids and they tested the mask and it was full of every possible thing because they're touching the mask. They, it's disgusting, but we think it's safe. They're sneezing into it. They're coughing into it. They're talking into it. And that, that mask could be planting seeds for lung cancer in the future. What are we Those doing? fibers going down your... Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. That's why Biden says it. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? You know, it sounds like he cares so much, too, when he says that. I mean, listen, how, listen to voice. What are we doing? It's almost like he's whispering. What are we doing? Sounds like doing? somebody said, what's for lunch? He's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Grilled cheese, <laughs> peanut butter and jelly? I don't know. What are we doing? Um, uh, meat and fish. <laughs> <laughs> meat and fish. 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 I'm going to a restaurant then. I'm going to order some fish. Oh, my gosh. Between what Mark- would you like, sir? Fish. Between Mark Warner and this guy. Nerve tingling. I just, every nerve ending in my body uh, just basically tingles 24-7. Timmy. I get that, Timmy. Yeah, those two people are unbelievable. All right, so, uh, they're, they're senators <laughs> from the United States of America that represent Virginia, and they're not even reading bills. We have this infrastructure bill that is 2,700 pages. 2,700. Now, that is not freedom. No one even knows what's in it. By the way, who writes these things? That's what I want to know. I want to know who votes for these people. Oh. The meat and fish guy. Oh, well, we know. Who Timmy. I mean, we know people had voted for the meat and fish guy. But they're voting on things they've never read. That should be illegal. Illegal. Uh, they're, they're, all of them up there in Washington are doing this. All of them. Both sides of, of the Of course fence. they are. But who puts a bill that's 2,700 pages within two days presents it and you got to vote on it how many years did it take them to write this right exactly what how is it you know, possible? how much of it is contradicting the other part of it here's what diane feinstein she was asked about this will you read all 2702 pages of the infrastructure bill before voting on it will i read all how many how many you don't even know before you even answer you have no what you know there's an infrastructure bill right senator you know that but you don't know how many pages it is. You, obviously, you haven't read it yet. 
Otherwise, you would have known the answer to that. But it's like, how many pages? I mean, talk about ignorance. Well, I read all, how many? 2,702 pages. No. What I will read carefully are the analyses uh, by the people who have put together and looked at the bill. Thank you, Senator. The analysis of other people. That's always helpful. Don't read the bill itself. Why would you want to do that? So Pelosi, she says, we've got to pass the bill before we can find out what's in it. Yeah. I'm a moron. Thanks for joining me. Uh, It's it's outrageous that we allow. And by the way, why wouldn't there be outrage over this? If you're a senator or even a congressman, why wouldn't you object to a bill that's 2,700 pages? It's like, are you kidding me right now? We're not doing this. Why don't I give it back to the guy and say, edit it? Down to... Or we'll give it to the Lee brothers and let them edit it. They I'll tell you what I would a do. whole box of exactly. and large pizzas. Amen. There ought to be a law that says the bill can't be more than 10 pages. 10. You, can Why, I, you can't put a bill out of in 10 pages. Exactly. You can't get a bill in 10 pages? I mean, what what's so in-depth about the infrastructure bill that it has to be 2,700? Well, here's one reason. Because they found this in it. There's a proposal in the 2,700 pages that seems exceptionally cruel, they say. Cruel enough to make it too expensive for many Americans to even drive a car. Hidden inside pages 508 to 519, the bill will introduce a national per-mile motor vehicle user fee on trial basis. The pilot program is set up to test the design, acceptance, implementation, and financial stability of the national motor vehicle per-mile use Wow. That is pathetic. Who put that in there? I want to know. Who does that? On page 513, the proposal says the Secretary of the Treasury shall establish on an annual basis per mile user fees for passenger motor vehicles, light trucks, and medium to heavy duty trucks. And And you're supposed to honestly volunteer this information. They're not going to come door to door and look at your odometer. They're going to want you to tell them how many miles you drove. And in the beginning, it's going to be a bazillion miles by everybody in the country. And then it's going to go down to about 270 total. Let's just say. Think about it. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, but, but then there's another aspect of this, the enforcement mechanism. So the IRS is the most diabolical, huge. Oh, boy. It's horrible. You think it's getting smaller with this program? Hi, I'm here with the IRS. I'm here to see your latest car uh, odometer reading. Because you submitted this amount, and now it reads this. Now you're going to go to jail. Congratulations. More laws, more tyrannical overreach, a bigger IRS, nothing to fear here. Shoved in 2,700 pages of a bill that no one's ever read. No, there's nothing to worry about here. No. I'll tell you what. These congressmen and senators should go to prison. They should. Unless you can tell me what exactly you voted for. You go to prison. You voted for something like this, and years later it's in there, and you I didn't know it was in there. That's, that, that is, that's you failing at your job. You should be held accountable for what you vote for. I thought it said something about meat and fish. <laughs> you sure it didn't? Fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. <laughs> or, or when Warner was talking about this. Uh, is... Um, is minor league baseball. 
<laughs> Maybe that's in this bill too, the infrastructure it, it bill. It probably is. 2,700 pages. You never know what could be it. It could be, I like how he starts like, uh, 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 uh is, um, is minor league baseball. <laughs> I think he knows we mock him, make fun of him, impugn him, make him look like a child. Or he does that on his own, actually. All we do is point it out. Yeah. <laughs> All we have to do is... Is play it. All we have to do is do this right here. Uh, is, um, <laughs> is minor league baseball. That's it. That's it. We're not saying anything else, Mark Warner. That's all we're doing. That's right. All we're doing is this right here, right here. The private market, it just doesn't work. That's all we're doing. We're not saying anything about you, your character, what you stand for. We're just playing your own words. And if it makes you look... Private market doesn't work. That means... <laughs> The government. Communism. Well, it means the government has to do something, right? Yeah, government's I mean, got to step in with their socialism, communism, right. whatever you want to call it, to make private business work. Because if you own a business, you obviously don't know what you're doing. Right. And we have to. We have to uh, step in because you don't have meat and fish. You don't that's have right. minor league baseball. You don't have fresh vegetables. And that, that's exactly what it's all about. If Mark you Warner. don't know how to make a tuna melt, so, man. So come on. So let's come play on, this. man. Hang on a second. Let's play this in order. Mark Warner says this first, right? The private market, it just doesn't work. Okay, so that would mean he's in charge of. Fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. And, <laughs> and since the private market doesn't work, also this. Uh, is. Um, is minor league baseball. So two things that doesn't work. You know, minor league baseball doesn't work on its own. Special training class for making tuna melts. And meat and fish. I've seen the video on that. It's disgusting. It makes you know who would eat that. Never thing. want to eat meat and fish again. Never want to eat a tuna melt, that's for sure. Yuck. Well, meat and fish, tuna's fish, right? Is tuna chi- is, uh, or I thought it was chicken. Fish some t- it's some chicken of the sea is what it is. It's like yeah. the chicken. Some yeah. tuna walks on the... Earth like chicken of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone too far. We've taken this too far. Washington's football team. It will always be Washington Redskins to me, but the Washington football team bans Native American-inspired headdress face paint at FedEx Field. So how are they going to enforce? This is always interesting to me, and I feel bad for the people in the organization. Trying so hard not to be offensive, actually become quite offensive and rude. If someone shows up at the game... What if they've got Native... American. What if they're, uh, you know, they've got some Native American. What if they're actually Indians? I mean, what what if if they are Native American? And they're wearing a feather in their cap? Yeah, they're they're wearing a feather in their cap. That's a very good point, Richard. What do we do? Now, talk about offensive. Try throwing an Indian out of the Washington Redskins, or the Washington football team stadium, FedEx Field. Throw them out. The team president said, remember in July, these moments are important to prioritize the views of those who have been hurt by the historical use of Native American language. I did not realize all these years that Washington Redskins were hurting people. I thought they were just playing football, but it turns out they were hurting people. Didn't know this. But now if you show up in face paint, what if you show up in like the hogs at the end of the, at the end, of the uh, end zone? You know, they have those hogs there. Does anyone remember, you know, what, if people are the fans like the Redskins, they show up in Redskin paraphernalia, they're going to escort them out? I mean, how is that going to work? I mean, what are you doing? The Redskins have taken this too far. See, the Redskins getting named is one thing, but now you're telling your fans, like, you can't have any history of it. All the all the jerseys you have and all the stuff you used to wear to all these games, forget it. Throw them away. What if the Native American tribe shows up? You know, they're down there dancing with their headdresses on. We've got a little 
Indian blood in us. Cherokee. So small. Cherokee really people. Count. I don't think they would let us get away Ritty with it. Ritty bitty Indians. We're like that uh, lady in Texas. I'm not going to mention her name because she's probably listening. But uh, she ran for president. She failed miserably. Warner? Um, um, Elizabeth Warren? Oh, my gosh. You said her name. In Texas? Dude, she has nothing to do with Texas. She's in Massachusetts. I know Good that. Try. But oh. she but you applied said for a job with a law firm oh, in Texas. Oh, 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 oh I'm so sorry. put on the application, she was part American I remember. Indian. That's a good point. Thanks for catching that. All right, coming up. If you move to Alexandria, Virginia, you could get $500. We'll explain in 60 seconds. LeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. I could use $500. <laughs> <laughs> Happily promoting the four Fs. Freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com, and tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers, fighting for liberalism. Oh, fighting liberalism. Sorry, guys. Yeah, get it right. Talk to me about when you first realized you were white. <laughs> so the federal government is throwing money everywhere. You know this. Throw some at us, please. Oh, they throw it everywhere. It's, it, they throw it to all the states, the counties, localities, all because of COVID, you see. COVID has caused all this. No, COVID caused nothing. What caused this was government politicians shutting down, which we've never done in the history of humanity. We've never shut down a society because of any virus. And believe me, there's been some horrendous viruses who've killed millions. And we still had bars you could go into. Really weird. Um, but we've changed all that. So now, because of that, the American Rescue Plan was the government's dream, the Democrats' desire to flow money into everything and gain control of you. Because They're you ready see, to flow a big pile again. Exactly. But Alexandria has expected to receive $60 million of massive relief package. Change my name to Alexandria. So Alexandria's like, what are we going to do with this money? Isn't that freaking believable? What are we going to do with this money? we got to do something with it. Uh, let's just hand it out. So beginning um, very shortly, they'll be sending $500 debit cards to 150 families each month for two years. What made starting this decide fall? decide to give $60 million to Alexandria? Where did that come from? Alexandria asked for it? 
The government said we got sixty million dollars sitting there. We're going well, they didn't. They didn't. Well, have let's give it to Alexandria. They they could probably no, no, no. It. It's part of the American Rescue Plan. Rich, they rescued Alexandria, by the way, which is one of the wealthiest, the wealthiest cities in the entire country. Just got sixty million dollars. Don't you feel good about our politicians? Don't you feel good That's about what we're doing? So stupid. Of course it is. The two-year pilot provides five hundred dollars a month to randomly selected low-income households. Randomly selected. It's ridiculous. You're going to randomly select low-income houses? Why not go find out who the low-income houses are? All of them. If you're going to pass out money, don't pass it out randomly. You believe we're passing out money? Like, we have it. $60 million? We don't have money. This no, is the entire thing. We're country. dead broke. We're in de- and Alexandria has to go, what do we do with it? I mean, this is how insane we are. The cities, in, including Richmond, by the way, are like, what do we do with this thing? I'm going to see. How about I just give it away? That's a great idea. To who? Well, only those who are below a certain level and are the right category that we decide. That we decide. Ridiculous. Virginia now has a pleasant greeting to you as you pull into the Commonwealth in our stop, in our uh, rest stops. They're now posting no guns there since it's owned by the Commonwealth. And thanks to the Democratic Party in 2020 and 21, they passed the uh, no guns on Commonwealth property in the government. So that was an attempt to stop all the shootings that were happening. Oh, wait a minute. There were no shootings on government, but that doesn't matter. It was there to keep us safe. Oh, that's not really going to do it either. It's just going to well, keep That's it. not happening. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. The, they the, want to keep a safe issue of firearm to every ex- house that doesn't have one. Right. If you want to keep us safe, then you don't make the law-abiding unsafe. Oh. You, you make the law-abiding protect themselves. Right. But see, this is the same kind of mentality that the government has with COVID. You can't protect yourself. Only we can protect you. Why don't they ban the criminals from the rest area? That's, that's no sign. Criminal, hold it. That's You're not coming Richard, in here. Incredibly good point. By the way, I got this information from vcdl.org, a phenomenal group of Virginia Citizens Defense League. vcdl.org is it's their alert. They're telling us about this. And, and Richard... If you can put up a sign, no guns, put up a sign, no criminals. And that will keep the criminals out. That's an incredibly good point. Or you could put up another sign that says, if you're a law-abiding citizen, don't carry firearms. Because that's really what would happen. If I was carrying a firearm, I saw a sign like that, first of all, I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go in. I don't go in places that say I can't protect myself. I just don't do that. But in this particular case, I'd use restroom, and I'm on I-95 coming into Virginia. I guess I would obey the law because I am a law-abiding citizen. So I'll take a risk. I'll walk in there and pretend that the bad guy did what I did, took his gun and put it in his car, and then came into the... You could just go by the rest area and then pull over to the side of the road and run up in the bushes. That's true. There'd probably be like 50 cars lined up out there. (laughs) We are so scared of an inanimate object, it's ridiculous. The gun is not the problem. It's the bad guy. A couple from Richmond, Virginia, was arrested last week. Listen to this. The the title of this article, Richmond couple arrested with loaded guns near U.S. Capitol. You know, I quickly read this because I knew it was a farce and garbage. This is a normal couple, a husband and wife, who went to D.C., who were carrying firearms, which, by the way, the Second Amendment says they can. This is what happened. 
this couple approached the United States Capitol Police. Why did they approach them? They asked for directions. Say, how can I get here? And one of the officers spotted a black firearm sticking out of the front pocket of his shorts. And Haynes and Carter, which I guess were a couple, I don't know if they were married, were charged with carrying a pistol without a license. And we're told to fear these people because they had a gun. The article's all over the place. Richmond couple arrested for loaded guns. It's, this is an outrage. This is outrage because I carry a gun loaded on me. How dare you? And I'm not a bad guy. I'm not a criminal. But these people are made to be, I mean, ostracized. They should be. This, this is what we're assuming they did. They went there. Oh, the article says, we don't know their intention. Because there wasn't one, their intention may have been to protect themselves because they have the Second Amendment. But the initial reaction is, they had a firearm. They must be bad. Put a sign up. No guns. It's ridiculous. That's where we are. All right, coming up, what do we learn today? And Richard Lee's in the house to help. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Standing against intolerable acts. Mojo 5 Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Just like Batman and Robin, your conservative dynamic duo. Just no costumes and no utility belts normally. The Lee Brothers. And that is a wrap. But it ain't no bullet wrap. <laughs> You're struggling with that one. Leg. I'll give you a credit, though. You, ha- you haven't done it in six weeks, so that's so true. Glad you were here, Richard. Phenomenal. It's good to be Good back. to be here. So in honor of uh, Doc Thompson, who founded Mojo Five O and a good friend of ours for eight to ten years on a radio station here in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, he ended his show every single day with what did we learn today? So in that honor, Richard... What did the Lee brothers learn today? Men are men, and a man can't be a woman. No, we've known that. Period. We've known that. I just learned it. (laughs) I didn't know. You know what I learned today? That this show is 100% better with you here. Uh, That is, and I knew that. Thank you. Thank you very much. So what else did we learn today, Richard Lee? Redskins, Native Americans. They had no problem with the football team being named Redskins. You know, some other idiot criminal probably did, but the Indians themselves, the Native Americans, they had no problem. No problem at all. 
We also learned that it was okay for me to confront American Airlines about a fat guy taking up two seats. I learned that today, and I'm very excited to get your endorsement of that, Richard. We learned that because Scott carries a gun. Not on the airplane. And it's loaded. That's... We also learned today that the no gun signs should really say no criminals. And, Richard, that's an incredibly good point. Thanks for pointing that out, by the way. Thank you. Richard Lee, what else we learned today? That's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, it is? Why not no criminals instead of gun owners? Oh, you can't repeat Masks were supposed to be banned. We should ban masks. Now, soon, they'll be mandatory again, most likely. I hope not. Well, we also learned that you are smarter than any governor. You can take care of your health. You can decide if your kids should wear a mask in school. Don't let the government mandate things for everybody. It's your choice, not the government's. Of course, we knew that, but it was fun to repeat again. Richard Lee, what else? We also learned that when he says you, he wasn't talking to me. He was talking to you. (laughs) You. Because when you say that, I'm sitting there thinking, wow, he's saying I'm so smart. Then I realized he's talking to you. (laughs) It's also, uh, we learned that it is okay to be proud of your country why you're an Olympic champion. And there's actually some comfort in that. And we also learned that you're being lied to about race in America. America's not racist. It's a phenomenal country. Just look around and you'll see that. All right. Thanks for listening. Check us out at mojo50.com. Mojo50.com. You click on us, takes you right to our page. And there you can find uh, updated information about the Lee brothers, what's happening. You'll see the videos of the day and, uh, and the things that make uh, give you information about where we are and where we will be. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful time with whatever you do. And be sure to join us next week right here on Mojo50.com. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.